Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm talking about ways to stop building stories in your head and get to the root of what's holding you back in your sex life. Topics include why you shouldn't make assumptions about your relationship and just talk to your partner already. All the reasons why porn and sex in movies is not like sex in real life. Open relationship jealousy. How do you deal? And what does your partner really mean when they ask you to be more erotic? All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. There's nothing quite like the feeling of taking your bra off after a long day. It's just so freeing. Usually there's wires poking at you. You're constantly adjusting yourself. Straps are falling off. It's like a whole thing. Well, Third Love makes the most comfortable bras I've ever tried, which makes sense because the founder created the company since she had all the same problems most of us have when it comes to bras. So she wanted to make it a whole lot easier, and she did. Okay, for starters, Third Love bras are available in 70 sizes. 70! That's twice what most major brands offer. And you know what else they have? Half sizes. I know, right? Makes so much sense. Just take a moment for that to sink in. And to make it easy to find your fit, they have a fun online quiz that accounts for your size and shape. I tried it, and in just 60 seconds, I knew exactly what to order. And now they've introduced all new cotton t-shirt bras and underwear. It took them two years to perfect the cotton collection and the result is a line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable bras and underwear you'll want to wear every day. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Seriously, this is a no-brainer. To order your new favorite bra, just go to thirdlove.com slash emily and get 15% off your first purchase. That's T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E dot com slash Emily to save 15% today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. All the great blogs. We're putting up a lot of great posts lately, so check those out. Also, we love when you subscribe on iTunes and comment or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find me on SiriusXM Radio, Stars Channel 109. I'm there Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's been amazing. You guys should check it out. You can get a free 30-day trial. Visit sexwithemily.com slash 
SXM. You can also call in with your questions during the week, 888-947-8277. And also all social media at Sex with Emily. Instagram, Twitter, all the places. And happy almost Valentine's Day, everyone. If you need some great last-minute Valentine's Day tips, you can also find them on our site and our social media. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Got a lot of people here. Great Mm -hmm. day. So many fun people in the studio. Got new staff, new people. But I want to talk to you guys tonight about something that's been in my mind. And I just want to say this. Something you should know about me. I am not a pusher. Meaning, I don't make people listen to my show that I'm friends with or my family. I've never said, hey, did you guys hear the latest episode? Episode 182 or now it would be like episode 5086. Like, I just don't, I don't make that assumption. And also I know we're all busy. So I probably missed your benefit and I didn't go to, you know, watch your short film link that you sent me. And I probably didn't wish you a happy birthday on Facebook sorry but happy birthday really i'm just not paying attention to everything you're doing and i'm cool if you're in everyone in the world that i know personally isn't listening to the podcast or the radio show on sirius xm because i know enough of you do and it helps you and you like it and it's changing lives so i I feel good about that and you know again with like people you love i'm just not going to say hey you should listen to this sex thing but last night i got a call from a friend i got back from dinner and she called me, and it was pretty late. It was like 10 o'clock. And she's like, Emily, you know, you should really, you should really talk about connect, couples and connection on your show more. You should talk about how couples can learn to connect again. And, you know, don't just tell me to, like, buy a vibrator and to, and to like, you know, buy lingerie and do something. I'll give more blowjobs to my husband. You know, we've been together 20 years and you know, 15 years. We have three kids. And I just think that you need to talk about that. And I was like, ah, back up. What? Do you li- have you listened to the show? Because all I'm thinking is weird. That's not all I talk about. I know that's the perception. She's like, okay, well, I've listened to like two episodes. Oh my god, I was like two episodes <laughs> out of literally five thousand podcasts and how many we've been doing on Sirius since November. We've had a lot of shows, like ten hours a week. I mean, I can't yeah. even add it up right now. You don't even get that many blowjob questions. No, I don't well, exactly, and that's the thing that pissed me off because I actually last night we got our first like specific how do I spice mm-hmm. up my blowjob question which don't get me wrong we could all stand to learn a new tip or two but for all the years that I've been talking about you know sex and I've had this podcast called sex with Emily I understand that it's come with this stigma of sorts which is definitely lessened over 14 years but I think that people you know, do make assumptions around it. Like, oh, even my mom was like, I tell all my friends, this is, you know, she's a little better now. You have a show about <laughs> relationships. And and I think also, you know, maybe you go to your website, our website, there are a lot of sex toys and stuff like that. But it just like pissed me off. I was like, sweetie, listen, I can help you. So she said, well, what about the people like me who have been married and we just never want to have sex with our partners anymore? I mean, I want to know how to want to have sex with them, but I don't think it's more blowjobs. I was like, 
Okay, sweetie, why don't you guys come to my house this weekend, sit on my couch, and I'm going to talk to you guys about how to really, really connect. She's like, fine, but I'm not using a rabbit or a squid. A squid? Uh, there isn't a squid vibrator, but but maybe, you know, maybe there, there could be one day. She's like, you should, just, you should just be like Oprah. You should be like Oprah. I'm like, I am like the Oprah of sex. She's like, okay, okay. I just, I want to know how to connect. And I just thought people make assumptions around sex, and this has been happening mm-hmm. for a really long time. Like, when I first started... I remember I had agent at the time and they were like, oh God, Sex Emily, that's a great name. What a great brand. Too bad you're gonna have to change the name. Why? I was like, right. I was like, why? And he's like, well, no one will ever sponsor a show like that. And it just, you know, it's sex. I mean, this was 14 years ago, but it turns people off. I was like, I'm never changing the name. This is what the show is about. So this is where it is. This is what I'm doing. And I and I and I just was really feeling like it's I know, you know, there's so many people that listen to the show every night in series. We have millions of listeners to the podcast every month. And I thought to myself, God, I really would wish that the people that I am close with closest to, my closest friends, did listen more to it because I know that I could help them. And of course, if they call me, I'm happy to help. But I thought there still is this barrier around sex and Mm -hmm. this taboo around sex and then all these assumptions. And, you know, assumptions just they really don't serve us in life and in relationships. What's that like old saying about assumptions? You make an ass out of me and you. You and me. You and me. Oh yeah. A- assume A S S U M E. You make if you assume you make an ass out of you and me. And then I was thinking that, you know, we do this in relationships so much. I get a lot of you call in, as you might want to do tonight, triple eight nine four seven eight two seven seven, and you'll say like declarative statements like My wife just doesn't like when I go down on her. I'm like, Well, how do you know that? Well, because I tried it once or twice at the beginning and she told me she didn't like it. And I'm like, well, how long ago? That was six years ago. So you're still assuming that one time or twice she didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Maybe now she does. And this would be a conversation you could have to like clear it all up. Because the assumptions, when we assume things and then we don't ever address them with our partners, mm-hmm. this is when the resentments build. And then we start resenting our partners for things that aren't even true. You know, like our thoughts are not facts. Like the things that we think are true are not necessarily facts. Like the only true thing is like in the present moment, having a conversation with your partner and asking them, you know, hey, what's, I've been getting this feeling that you're not into oral. Is that true? Like, let's talk about it. Or how can we make it better for you? And so I was just going off on this whole thing last night and I tried to do an Instagram story on it, but it cut off because it was too long. So I said, you know what? I'll just tell everyone tomorrow. Yeah. on the show it's I'll tell them show. all I was like on a rant I was like god damn it I just wish that everyone could get over whatever it is in their life that's keeping them from getting the sex help that they need and listen to the show or talk to people or talk to friends and and I was thinking about this whole notion of like of, of just making assumptions and, and a cool thing is I remember it was a date with a guy it wasn't a great date but I did get a good fact from him a good a good tip and he said you know in my company Whenever we walk around the office and we start worrying about, like maybe, you know, I assume that my office mate is upset with me because I turned in my report late. And like for two weeks, he keeps making eyes at me and I'm saying, oh God, he's upset. That they go up to him and they say, you know what, buddy? Let me check a story. Mm. I'm going to check a story with you. And, I, and I'm curious. I'm getting the sense that my lack of dead, meeting the deadline on this report was a problem for you, is it? And then you give your partner or your teammate Mm -hmm. or someone at work like the opportunity to check you and say you know what that's actually not true here's what is true 
Or even if it is true, you can nip it in the bud right there and just get to the bottom of it. Exactly. Like nip it in the bud. Like I and I was thinking about relationships. People are in relationships for so long, 10, 15, 20 Mm. years. And I was thinking I could fast track your divorce in like two years or less. Like, let's (laughs) like don't waste 20 years in a relationship. Here's what you need to know. Here's how we can fast track divorces.com. Because if you don't want to be in a relationship, but you've been silently suffering through it, like, let me help you figure out if you should stay or you should go. And that could mm-hmm. just be a phone call. It could be going to therapy. The cool thing about therapy, which I often talk about, isn't just because you can get all of your feelings and emotions out, which are important. Mm-hmm. Understand why you have certain issues from childhood. They also help, you know, if you go into relationship counseling, they can help you guys communicate better. But they fast track it. Like they fast track all the things that you, all the stumbling blocks and help you realize, like, can we take a go at this? Can we move our relationship forward or should we break up? Because I think that when people fester in these issues, like my friend mm-hmm. who called me last night, yeah. there was nothing new in her situation. We've been friends for 20 years mm-hmm. and the issue she called me about had been going on for seven. And I'd say every time I talked to her, it's pretty much a version of the same thing. And seven, I don't, wait, seven years? Seven years about. They haven't oh had my, great sex. Maybe oh five. God. Like never been so happy with the sex life. Like he always years. wants more. Years. That's a long They've time. They've been together for 20, right? It's a long time. But that's the one point. I was like, can you guys just fly to LA and sit on my couch for this weekend for like three hours and I'll help you. So that's, you know, let's all just talk about it. Talk about sex. Call me up with your questions. Talk to your partner about our relationships. And it's not just sex and blowjob tips, as yeah. I was saying. I was like, <laughs> it's really not. And I thought, God, a lot of what we're talking about is actually how to communicate about mm-hmm. sex, how to talk to your partner about what you need and what you desire in the relationship, not just sex, but everything. Like I need you, I need to feel seen by you. I need to feel more loved by you. This is what it would look like for me to feel safe in the relationship. If you, you know, did A, B, or C for me. If you often planned dinners more, or you came home from work a little bit earlier, or we had a date night, that would make me feel like our relationship had the longevity, or it would make me feel safe and loved. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into your calls. I'm all about revolutionary sex toys. And yes, most of them are for women. But there are pleasure products out there with penises in mind. Ever since I met the founder of High Octopus a few years ago, I could tell by his excitement this was going to be huge. And he did it. I'm talking about the Pulse 3 and it's different than anything else I've ever seen. Picture this. It's kind of like a stroker, but it actually wraps around your penis from the bottom, leaving the top open. Kind of like a cradle for your penis. It's been nicknamed the vibrator, although it doesn't actually vibrate. It oscillates. So instead of buzzing, it's a rapid tapping pulse that stimulates the nerve endings around the frenulum. You know that really sensitive spot between the head and shaft on the underside of the penis? And I've been told it feels spectacular. The pulse plate creates a totally unique sensation that delivers super powerful orgasms. Plus, it wraps around so you feel it all over. The cool thing is you can use a pulse three with lube to stroke or without lube so you can just sit back, relax, no hands necessary. And it's rechargeable and totally waterproof. So cleanup is super easy, which I know is a big thing for you guys. Hot Octopus makes the Pulse 3 in two models, the Solo, which uses a single motor, and the Duo, which has a second motor on the outside so your partner can grind on and join the fun. I really think you guys are going to love it. I mean, I gave one to my boyfriend last week, and I haven't seen him since. He loves it. To check out the Hot Octopus Pulse 3, go to sexwithelmy.com slash pulse today. That's my site, sexwithelmy.com slash P-U-L-S-E. 
I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me on Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com SXM. That's sexwithemily.com SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. All right, we have Nate, 30, in New Jersey, and he's got a porn question. All right. Hey, Nate. Hi, Emily. How are you? Great. What's going on, Nate? Happy Monday. I didn't do uh, enough research on this. That's why I'm calling you. Um, I just wanted to know, you know, this could obviously get in the way of many relationships. How authentic is porn? Meaning, you know, I can't get anal to you know to save my life she never wants to do it and oh. um you see these girls on porn they're getting like two penises at one oh you know, god that like, no you know, and then like they're like they're swallowing they're swallowing cum like it's soda and like mm. it's know, not like real cum by the way that. okay so so nate i'm s- this is yeah. my favorite question i'm so glad you asked this question because you have to remember this that porn there's nothing in it that's real. Like literally, it's it is not real. It is script. It's entertainment. It's created, really? you know, for men's enjoyment, for men's pleasure. This is why sex is really messed up right now. And you know me, I'm always like, porn's cool if you're in a relationship or on your own. If it turns you on, that's great. But porn should never, ever, ever be taken like technically how you should learn how to have sex. So that's where I come in. That's where some there's some great books out there and you can read about. But no, porn, women don't all love anal at all. When you see all that jacket, whatever, she's swallowing pounds of semen and it's all fake. It's not real semen. It's really? all props. Yeah, really, really. I'm not saying some of it's not real. I'm telling you, we should probably get some more porn stars on the show. It's been mm-hmm. a while. Like they will tell you. So it's great to get turned on by it, but I don't want you to be disappointed by the women that you're with, Nate, because they're not acting like the girls in porn because those women are paid actresses. They get paid to do certain okay. things and to do certain moves, but it's not real. Okay, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, you're so welcome. Bye, Nate. Thanks for calling. Hate to burst his bubble. He sounded kind of bummed. But, what I, right? No, like, God did. damn it. Yeah, I thought when I had sex, when I invited a woman over, she'd show up with six friends and there'd be an orgy. I feel like Nate... Brought up a really interesting topic. I like it. Nate just called and he brought up a really interesting topic. He wants to know if porn is real. Like, do women really love drinking supersized gulps of semen? It's the new flavor at 7-Eleven. Right. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> sir, some women like, I think women enjoy all different kinds of things, but not the gallons and gallons you see in porn. And I can tell you that not all semen that you see in porn is actually real semen just like fake blood in the movies you know i think you just blew so many people's minds with that i know so people will assume that everyone is having a real orgasm in porn i mean maybe they think i understand why people would think that they do a good job at making it right it seems just like an orgasm so shout out to the production value. shout out good production value but not real life like that's what i always say when people grow up watching porn and that's all that's how you've learned about sex or you've watched it on tv this is what we're trying to unlearn all the things that you are in air quotes learning from porn um 
I think porn is great for titillation, for inspiring, for figuring out maybe what turns you on or fantasies or maybe what you don't like. But I really, really think we need more realistic sex on TV and in film. Even if you're not watching porn, I believe that we've all gotten so used to the way we see sex portrayed in movies and television and it's like two people get into bed, maybe they make out for a second and they like they fall into bed as the sun's setting, the bed's perfectly made and they get there and there's no foreplay. Like you never see foreplay in movies or like awkward taking off the clothes or maybe if you do that it cuts right to the post scene where they're both like having orgasms in unison or something. But we don't see all of the, the what goes into sex or the fumbling for a condom or getting lube or, you know, you just really see two people like exploding in ecstasy. And I just think that I know that I didn't grow up watching a lot of porn, but I thought in movies like woman gets on top or man on bottom, the penis goes in, we're talking about hetero mm-hmm. sex here and there's an explosive orgasm and that there's something wrong with me probably because I'm not having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Just through intercourse, even like with, most women. Yeah, even with like, um, you know, like same sex, uh, same sex stuff uh, encounters. Yes, because there's this show that I absolutely love called Queer as Folk. Yes, I love that show. It's so good. And like, there's a lot of really hot sex scenes in there, but it's like I never see any lube. I never see any condoms. It's all like, it's it's just so fast and so quick. I'm just like, right. There's no way that he just stuck it in exactly without warm up. Right. Exactly. It's true in all, all kinds of sex. And I understand that there's limits on television and there's limits in movies, too. I understand that. But it would be really cool if you could just if someone could could show like just an accurate, accurate portrayal of like what happens, like you fumble and things don't always work or sometimes you're not turned on and your partner is or like it just takes a while to get warmed up. Yeah, I think you it's know, a, women can't orgasm right away. Most I think it's a cop can't. out. When they're like, oh, well, there's not enough time to show all that. I think that's a cop out. They can at least show a couple seconds of it. Show a couple seconds. They can show a couple seconds of the penetration. They can show some other oral. stuff. I feel yeah. like there's been a little bit more oral, like for mm-hmm. men going down on women or whoever going down on women in recent, you know, years. But um, I just don't think it's, it's you know, realistic. I think that... Um, I believe that it's just that, yeah, it's the, you know, thrusting of the penis and the woman explodes. But I think that you can do it right. There are ways they've done it right in television lately. Yeah, movies. like in uh, in Love, at least they use, like, yeah. uh, they use the magic wand. Right. I love Love. I love Love. That's such a good, it's a mm-hmm. show on Netflix. Netflix. And yeah, he pulls, she pulls out the magic wand. And you know what I love about that scene? There's a scene where they're having sex, yeah, when they're together, and she just pulls out the magic wand without any weirdness. It might have been the first time they had sex, I think. It was a very early mm-hmm. on scene. And she's mm-hmm. like, yep, I'm using my toy, which is just how I wish that, I love that. Like that women, a lot of women, I'll remind you, maybe we haven't talked about this today. And maybe even in the new year that only 20% of women orgasm during intercourse alone without, because no fault of the penis or fault of whatever else isn't being inserted. It's because we lack clitoral stimulation. We just don't get enough clitoral stimulation or warm up. So if you can show that, if you can do that, if they could show that in movies and warm up. Yeah, there, play. there's this movie you should watch called Sleeping with Other People that's also on Netflix and um, they do have a couple scenes one there's a scene of the main dude and he's having sex with this chick and they're going at it like all over the place all over the room it's crazy and again in between that they showed so many different scenes yet they didn't show any foreplay I'm just saying that's a part where they could have slipped it in <laughs> no pun intended um, 
and afterwards he's like oh that was amazing like how was it for you she's like oh yeah he's like well did you did you orgasm she's like well no but i don't really orgasm from sex like don't take it personally and it was such a real moment though like that That moment in of itself is so real because she's like don't take it personally it's just that's what it is and then there's another scene later where the main chick is having sex with someone else and she's like teaching him like how to like touch the clitoris right and it's like she has like this amazing orgasm and it's like see that's why right when you teach it right exactly that's why it's the clitoris and i think that that isn't that funny that that's so revolutionary that a woman laid over and said oh no i don't come through penetration like we never see that but only 20 percent of women do but yet since the beginning of time that's all we've ever seen i want to see more of that more clitoral stimulation yeah or more like talking more realistic sex if there's ever a scene not always but for most people i want to assume if there's ever a scene in a movie where the guy's about to go down on her and she's like no i just want you inside that's not that's realistic because really i would way rather you go down on me than just you stick your penis in. well again i think it goes into being pleasers and not wanting to speak up for what we really want in bed for men and for women I think mm-hmm. that we're so afraid of the rejection and our partners saying like running away screaming because we asked for something we want. This is this is going to be the this is going to be the huge change that we're going to see. So thank you everyone for listening and supporting the show and calling in and telling your friends to listen is that eventually like very soon I think we're coming to this place where we're going to realize that like it's not what we've been told in porn or in movies or in television. And I think the more that people speak up, women and men, about what they really want in a loving way, mm-hmm. it's not because your partner's like, your partner is not a bad lover if you've never told them. They're probably not even anyway. If you've never told them what you truly want, if you've never had that conversation ever about like what actually feels good to you, and even if that conversation goes something like, you know, I'm not really sure what I like. I know that penetration doesn't do it for me. Let's figure it out together. How great would that be? Mm-hmm. But what, what, like, let's figure it out. It's, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you if you're not having pleasure the way you've seen it on television or how the way you expect in your mind you should be having the pleasure. Let's talk to Mia. She's 37 in California, and she said her husband wants her to be more erotic, but she doesn't know how. Okay, let's talk about it. Hey, Mia. Hi, Emily. Hi. Tell me what's going on. So, been married for about seven years, and the other day after having sex, my husband texted me and said, um, thank you for uh, my uh, for wonderful sex, and it was so erotic, but I don't find it that it was erotic, but I think maybe he is hinting that he wants to oh. have me go to that level of erotic, but I don't even know where to start without <laughs> Him or Googling it. Well, wait. Okay, so Mia, so he said to you, thanks for that sex. It was so erotic. And then you read it as a secret message where he didn't really mean that sex was erotic, that you should be more erotic. Yes, because um, it's that's a word we've never used in our Texas. So oh. it's a brand new word. So erotic. I mean, here's the thing. First of all, no, it's such a good question, Mia. And so that's interesting that he used that word. You're right. You guys have been together, you said seven years? And and he's yeah. never and he's never said it. So you gotta go back and say, tell me what what was it that was so hot about it? I mean, yes, I loved having sex with you, but what stuck out for you as erotic? And then have him tell you. And so that's one thing, just to find out what he okay. means by that. But erotic means Something that really, it's a, this is just like talking about kink. You kind of get to decide for yourself what is erotic. 
But erotic can be kissing the way that you guys, maybe you kiss differently. Maybe you slowly, you know, took his clothes off or went down on him or or you talk dirty. That could be erotic for people. Or usually it's when, I like to think of it as things going a little bit like maybe slower or a little bit more like, you know, dirty talk or something. I, I mean, I'm not, was there anything different about that? Uh, about that one time that you remember? Well, I even, I actually thought he was being more aggressive and erotic because he has been working out and he lost about 20 pounds. So he felt more like into it and passionate because we haven't done that in a while. So I'm thinking maybe he felt erotic and he used the word erotic. Yeah, I think... Felt that he was. That's exactly what it probably was. He probably feels like really good in his body and he like was rougher or took control. And how did you feel about it? Yeah. Did you think it oh was my hot God, too? I was like a new guy. See, that's amazing. Yeah. So Mia, that's to, to him, that's erotic. Like, so to you, do you have any like fantasies or anything that you'd be into that maybe you haven't tried yet? Oh, definitely. Um, yes, the whole handcuffs kind of thing yeah. and stuff like that, which We've talked about it, but I think it might be a good time to bring it up. Yeah. I mean, Mia, this is so great because I think it sounds like he's ready. Like he's like, oh my God, let's, that's this, that was so hot. So what I love about this is like, this is, you don't even, the conversation's almost already started. Say, yeah, that was erotic or tell me what was the most erotic part for you. And then you could say, we've talked about handcuffs, you know, and then you guys could go shopping together. And that's so fun. You guys could go to a sex toy store near you. You're in California. I don't know where you are exactly, but like there's a lot of great stores mm-hmm. here. You could, you know, go to our website if you want to shop mm-hmm. online. And then you like order cuffs and it's really fun to get those in the mail and then play with them. Get some blindfolds, get some massage candles. Massage candles to me are super erotic because, you know, you can each give each other mm-hmm. a massage. They're regular candles. You blow them out. They, they You pour them on your partner. It's like oil that's not waxy or hot. I mean, it's amazing. So to me, this is exciting. And I don't. I think it's just a matter of you guys yes. figuring out what erotic means to both of you. Yes. The other night you were talking about um, ask your spouse or your partner three questions or these questions about um, sex, but not in bed. Um, I think it was something to the extreme of what is your fantasy or um, a desire, so yeah. we can open that conversation. Yes. Exactly. That's what you should, yeah, what is your fantasy? Okay. What's your turn on? What are three things that you want to try? You know, that. what are three things that you've been fantasizing about? Um, it's like called a sexual mm-hmm. bucket list. Okay. And you guys could each write three things down okay. and then exchange it. And then you get to prioritize it. And then you're like, Saturday night, cuff, you know, we're doing the, the cuffs. And then we're going to watch Read Erotica together in the bathtub. And then we're going to, you know, I'm going to give you a massage with a candle and then ice cubes. So we're going from hot to cold. You know, you guys get to decide together. So I know the conversation seems like, oh, how do I have it? But really, it's just like, yeah, that was erotic. And let's do this, too. Or let's talk about sex. And then you're going to just the whole world's going to open up for you. Your whole sexual world. Thank you so much. Why not? Uh, Why not? No, Mia, why not? It's your husband. It's getting hotter. I love it. Keep it going and keep me posted. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, you're so welcome. Thanks, Mia. Thanks for calling. Okay, we're going to talk to Brian, who's 29 in Canada, and he has an open relationship question. All right. Hey, Brian, thanks for calling. Hey, Emily, how's it going? Great. Tell me what's going on. 
Well, so me and my fiance have been together for eight years and recently decided to open up the relationship. Um, and we talked about it for months and months and made rules and did all the things you're supposed to do. Great. And now when it's getting down to the nitty gritty, uh, we decided to try at the beginning to go on dates on the same nights. Okay, that um, makes sense. Trying to, you know, try and balance it out and, and get used to things. And now, of course, tonight when we are supposed to both go on a date, mine canceled. Ooh. So now I'm at home. <laughs> Brian! <laughs> hanging out with the dog. Oh, oh. And uh, no backup plans. And it's, it's tough. Oh, Brian, so, I'm with you right now. I'm feeling you. That's hard. Yeah. 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 So I was just, I mean, and, uh, you know, I trust her and we have rules and boundaries and I don't, ex- I don't think she's going to go past those or anything. It's just hard to let your mind, your mind wanders and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So. Right. Right. Well, I think this yeah. is a great, yeah, no, thanks for calling. Cause we're here for you. I feel like we, I wish we could hang out with you all night just till she comes home. So you don't <laughs> let your mind wander. I wish I could do that, Brian. That is a tricky well, one. To you all night. Okay, good. No, but Brian, <laughs> this is going to be, you know, this is going to give you some time to sit and think about it. And I, but I also think, you know, the more you could like keep yourself busy tonight, do some things you want to do, watch some movies, watch television and not let your mind go to the negative places. So, you know, mm-hmm. what are your, I guess it's important to think about what are your plans for when she comes home? Tonight. Right, that's another thing that gives me anxiety, right? It's like when she comes home and I'm like, okay, what happened? And then right. she says, oh, X, Y, Z. And then I go, oh, right. well, I didn't do any of that stuff. Does she know your date canceled? Yes. Okay. Um, so what so, are your boundaries? Uh, Did you have boundaries like against, like, what are the boundaries? Could she have sex tonight? Uh, boundaries are like no penetrative sex. Okay. Yeah, but everything else is kind of fair game. And tonight was kind of the night where we, we had been on like few like, you know, uh, whatever week dates and like some other kind of little dates before. But tonight was kind of mm-hmm. like the night where we were going to go and and uh, stay out all night type of thing. Right. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Brian, I'm just killing me right now. Well, just know that your time is going to come like you'll have a date next week or it'll happen. But right now. I think it's right now you're in that jealousy fit. You're like, she's out and how am I going to react? But the truth is, even if you went out tonight, Brian, you could have gone out with someone and there wasn't this woman who canceled. But let's say you went out and there wasn't a connection, but she came home and she had this amazing night, amazing connection. She can't wait to see this guy again. So this is actually, maybe this is a good thing because this is going to happen anyway. Like that could have totally happened and you might have come home and had a bad date and that could suck too. So I think that there might be a way just to ask her calmly, like, how was her night? And maybe there's a way to let that information turn you on. Maybe it could be some fuel that actually gets you aroused when she's telling you about what happened. That, right. that you know, that's one thing. You could, um, you know, I think that just, you don't want to blow this out of the water because your date, the thing is, you don't want to, you guys have done all the right things. It sounds like you've set the boundaries, the rules, you've talked about it. You went slow and had dates during the week. Truly the only bummer is that tonight your date canceled, but that doesn't mean that your whole, you have to throw out the entire open relationship plan because of this one, you know, snafu. Of course. So I think either you could. It's hard sitting here. I know. What could you <laughs> yeah, do tonight? Is there anything like watch some movies? Well, I'll be on for another hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good test though, right? It's a good test of, you know, we're doing the right things. We did the right things. And there's going to be other times where her date cancels or I don't have well, a date. This is what I'm saying. And as this evolves, we're planning on hopefully doing it for the long term. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's just, it's 
it's a really good test. Stage. Yeah, it's throwing yeah. exactly it. This is a test. This was going to happen anyway. And that's why you guys just continue to talk about it. And a lot of people in open relationships have a lot of bumps in the road early on. And mm. and so I think that that's where you do the learning. And then after, you know, a few months or a few years, they're like, oh, yeah, we got over that. You know, we worked through all the kinks. So I just think it's a great test. And it sounds like you've been with her for eight years. She knows you. She probably knows what you can handle. And I think that the biggest thing is a little bit of FOMO right now but just don't let this disappointment you know when something happens like I'm just trying to think of like when you miss a flight and you're really excited for a trip and then you miss a flight and then you know all your friends are somewhere that you're supposed to be there and it's really painful because you just can't you know what I mean? You can't stop it, but you miss yeah, something. You're miss, missing a party. or Yeah. So that's all yeah. it is. Like, this isn't isolated for a few more hours incident, or maybe she'll be out tonight. I don't know. But it's it's not. Yeah. It does. Don't let this ruin the entire foundation that you guys have laid out for you. So as long as you keep not. your head in this game, and I'll be here with you for another hour. So. All right. Um, sounds good. Okay. Let me know how it goes. Call me back on Monday. You're going to be fine with this, Brian. Right, thanks, Emily. Be strong. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. Thanks, everyone, for listening and to my amazing team, Ken, Samantha, Julia, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So let me tell you about my first time buying a sex toy. I was 22 years old, living in San Francisco, and I walked into a local shop called Good Vibrations. It really blew my mind. I mean, I pictured sex toy stores to be these dark, dingy places, but it was so open and well lit. It was like an Apple store for vibrators. So I walk in and one of the workers approached me and she immediately put me at ease. She was like, hi, so let's talk about your orgasms. You would think a stranger asking that would make you nervous, but she immediately made me feel so comfortable and helped me figure out what would be best for me. Thank you, Pocket Rocket. At the time, I wasn't even aware that my life would also become devoted to helping people with orgasms and sex, or that I'd be fortunate enough to work with Good Vibrations later down the line. This is why I am so excited to have you guys get to know them as well, if you don't already. I mean, they do run some of the best and most respected adult boutiques in the country. And now with their online store, you get to have that same shopping experience and expertise without ever leaving your house. Seriously, guys, they just know quality. I mean, if they have it in their store, I trust it. And if they don't, I have to question it a bit more. It's not just me that feels this way. I can't stress enough the standard they set in the industry. And I'm even more excited because now Good Vibrations runs the Shop with Emily page on my website. So be on the lookout for some great sex toys and sexy announcements. To see everything Good Vibrations has to offer, just go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibrations. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash G-O-O-D-V-I-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S.